Matt Freeld, hello. How are you? I'm I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, dude, I'm Matt so Green. I'm so I'm so yes, that's right. Thank you, thank you. So uh, we we have a very special guest on uh, this week's episode. So Dr. Jason Beals, as he always likes to remind us. Remember, he's very particular. He it's never just Jason Beals. It's Dr. Jason Beals. We're like, dude, we get it already. You with the doctor stuff, we get it. Okay. You're above it. You're so much smarter than us. We love him dearly. Uh, yeah. He is over in Israel, in the Holy Land. So he's gone for a month. We are blessed with having a very special fill-in guest for the next uh, couple movies. That is Jared Kingsley. Jared, welcome to Real Profs. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, I am well, not thanks. named Matthew, so kind of a disappointment here. <laughs> that is true. Whenever yeah. I was going to see the movie, I was telling Missy I'm going to see this Covenant movie. And I didn't know anything about going into the movie. I didn't watch a trailer, nothing. And Missy said, oh, is that the movie with Abraham Lincoln? So I was like, oh, I guess we're going to watch a movie about Abraham Lincoln. You, and then a little surprised, right? Hall popped on the screen and I was like, okay, this is not. You're like, it's a, that's a different take on Lincoln than I was expecting. Yeah, he looks different than what, how I learned. Where's, it, where's that guy's top hat? I'm going to make him an offer again with you. I see Hasta la vista, baby. You can't handle the truth! I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So this movie, The Covenant, is uh, about an army sergeant and his uh, interpreter um, over in Afghanistan. And uh, the uh, if you go watch the trailer, you'll see it kind of basically gives the gist of the story, which is Jake Gyllenhaal uh, and the interpreter kind of build a bond. Jake Gyllenhaal gets uh, shot. The interpreter risks his life to save Jake Gyllenhaal. And then Jake Gyllenhaal wants to go back and repay that debt and uh, rescue this interpreter and his wife and child. Uh, and so what's the message of this movie? Yeah, the message of the movie really is the name of the movie, Covenant, where Covenant biblically is whenever two things or two people get bound together. And you see that even with David and Jonathan, like in 1 Samuel 18, where, where they enter into a covenant together. Even marriage is described as a covenant because marriage is the language of loyalty and unconditionality. And so you see how through war and through certain circumstances, that these two men have a really unique covenant type of love where they need to work through and just basically survive and pay off a debt and how they're even bound uh, by things like vengeance or by things like family. So the message of the movie is dealing with a lot of those sacrificial uh, the movie actually at the end, well, the end, this doesn't give anything away, but it says, you know, the title of the movie, uh, The Covenant, and then says a bond, a pledge, a commitment. Yep. So it really plays off of those things. And I love the David and Jonathan um, example, because that's one of the things that stuck out to me. So I've actually seen the movie twice um, that stuck out to me about this movie was the um, the male camaraderie and friendship that is portrayed in this movie that is rare in these day and age um back to the jonathan david thing you know when when jonathan um and first family when i was talking about jonathan he says you know um jonathan loved him as his own soul like that is powerful phrasing and in this movie um to you know you see two men who genuinely have a love and affection for each other that is not sexual 
that is just just an actual genuine love and care. And I think in today's day and age, that's why maybe this movie was so refreshing for me is because in today's day and age, it's it's portrayed as it, the only way that you can have that is if it's sexual. Two dudes who like each other or love each other sexually. It can't be two two guys who have an affectionate care for each other that is a bond and a friendship. Um, and that's lot, and that, and that's we see a lot of that in 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 the in scripture um, with Jesus and the disciples, and um, we see this. Um, Paul and Timothy see this kind of care and love, uh, and and it not be sexualized. Uh, I think is refreshing and powerful. You know, one of the things I think I enjoyed the most in terms of tying it into the theme and the covenant is this was an unspoken covenant. This was based on experience. There was no. There was no spoken word between the two of them. In fact, the covenant really was between the government and the interpreter. But uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character was the one that followed through on that covenant. But that's one of the things I think that was so cool when you really look at this. And, you you know, we're looking at noble, ignoble. Um, it's just the nobility of the sergeant and his understanding that this man saved my life. He saved his life several times. Um, but you see how he saves his life. And how he understands that he is in danger because of what he did for him. And therefore, he has to go back and make sure the deal, the covenant that was made, um, is followed through on. Yeah, there's there's some interesting lines in this film that I jotted down that really kind of hit me the first time I saw it. And that was, I was so glad to kind of see it again and really kind of make sure I nailed down the lines. But so there's a moment in the movie where Jake Gyllenhaal is basically saying, hey, I'm going to go back and and rescue this guy. Uh, and he says, uh, this debt demands a result, not an appeasement. And I'm like, it's almost like that's right out of scripture. I mean, you know, with, with, with Christ, our sin, okay. It's not something I can work off. I can't work that off. It's not something that's just, okay. I worked it off. It is something that demands a result. And the result was the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. It's not something that that I can do. I love that. And he talks then, Jake Gyllenhaal says, there's this, there's a hook in me and you can't see it, but it's there. And I'm like, man, this stuff, this, this like Christian symbolism that they, again, I don't think they purposely sat down and said, hey, we're going to write this in there, but they can't help themselves. That's what we talk about all the time. They can't help themselves, right? So, okay, we got the message. We got, we're talking about what's good or noble. Um, and that's the, the honor that's portrayed in this film. Uh, the the fact that um, that when you set out to do something and you build a bond, you honor that uh, is great. What's some stuff that's portrayed as ignoble in this movie? The Taliban, <laughs> right? Yeah, Simpleister, easy answer. Yeah, right. right their right. motives and what yeah. they're looking to do. Right. Um, then anybody that's helping the U.S. government find what they're looking for, the the weapons cache that they may have, right? They're going to kill them, anybody that helps go against what they are. And really, I mean, when you think about what the Taliban is about, right? They're about killing others and controlling others. Not just killing others, killing anybody that doesn't believe exactly what they believe. Yes, they talk about it in their prophet, right, in the movie. Mm -hmm. They are going against our prophet, is what is one of what one of the characters says, one of the Taliban characters says. Are good and evil clearly defined in this film? Yeah, I would say so for sure. One one thing just on the message, really yeah. quick, maybe, yeah, maybe doubling it. back. I think a lot of the movie is really forcing the question of how far would you go for someone that you love? Hmm. And what exactly does love look like? 
but in the context of two men, not in like a sexual manner, but in just a familial, relational, we've been bound together. How does that flesh out? And so you're watching that work throughout the movie and you really get to see clearly, you know, there's a nobility, there's honor, uh, and just all these kind of virtuous things attached to how this covenant between the two men plays out. And so in that respect, yeah, the, the, those types of issues are very clearly defined. Matter of fact, there's a moment in the movie where um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character's name is John. And he says, do you know what John means? This is um, the Afghani that he's trying to um, rescue. It's talking to his brother. And he says, John means love in their country. Exactly to that point, that plane on love. And again, not a sexual love, um, but a love of just a friendship and true care for somebody else. Um, my, my wife and I uh, were watched a couple episodes of, of a TV show uh, and then stopped because it was impossible to have a relationship between a man and a man that wasn't sexual. And if there was a woman and a woman, it was impossible that they, they at some point were going to become romantic. And I'm like, that is such an agenda that they're forcing down the audience's throat. I'm like, I, I don't want to be a part of that. Um, and yet, again, that's why this was so refreshing to me. It took what we know is true and made it heroic. And that's there, just something you don't see often. There was um, another another thing that I noticed throughout the film, and it brings in, again, Covenant. And you had kind of mentioned it earlier, Jared, with uh, marriage. When you look at the marriage that these two men had with their wives, they were portrayed as very healthy. Um, the men loved their wife. The wife loved their husband. Um, they were very understanding. There was one moment that kind of captured me, which is where the interpreter gets back. I mean, he had almost been killed that day. And he gets back and his wife um, is tired. She's pregnant. And you just see the care that he has for her, that he was still sacrificially loving her through that. And it was just kind of, you just saw this theme where, and you're talking about noble versus ignoble, the nobility of being a good husband and a loving husband was portrayed and even an understanding wife, right? We see that from a wife. I just noticed that as well throughout the, throughout the film. You don't see very healthy marriages, many healthy marriages portrayed in films these days. So it really actually caught me off guard, especially when it's related to military. Yeah. Another thing you don't often see is a husband who is respected and honored. Typically the husband is portrayed as a buffoon or an idiot. And, yes. uh, and in both of these relationships, it was never said, Hey, I respect you, but mm -hmm. it was, it was the way it was portrayed. Even mm -hmm. when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's wife is like, she understands what he needs to go do to mm -hmm. this she may not necessarily want that of course she doesn't want that because it you know could be risking his life but um you know it's it's again those it's and that's the beauty of film it's all in subtext that's what makes a good movie is subtext what's not said because what's not said is often more powerful than me just ramming your head uh with whatever you know story and that's why oftentimes a lot of these agenda these woke stuff hits so raw because it's it's forced it's not organic within the story and it's you know they've got this whole this whole idea that agenda they want to push um any uh judeo-christian value obviously we've talked about a bunch but any other judeo-christian value stuff that you guys thought kind of really resonated with you guys in this movie yeah one thing that really stood out is kind of how broken the world is within the movie and just how much war has ravaged the world and so mm -hmm. You're really kind of, as you're moving through the movie, you're 
trying to work through all these resolutions of, you know, I have to save this guy or I have to get, you know, my family over here. I have to leave my family over here. And it kind of also begs a larger question of what really is the ultimate solution? Because as the movie comes to a close and I don't want to give away any spoilers, you're kind of wondering, hey, did this solve the ultimate problem? Mm. And even the text at the end of the movie, you go, well, you know, the really ha- you don't really have the resolution that you're necessarily looking for, given the current update of, you know, the text that comes up on the screen. And so, you know, biblically, we know where the resolution is with the gospel and, uh, you know, the end of a new heavens, and new earth and Christ and his forgiveness and redemption and salvation that we have in him. But if you're just a person, you know, watching the movie, you go, oh, wow, well, covenant is a really cool and powerful word. And now I know what it means. And now I know what it looks like. But even in our current world, you know, what is the ultimate solution? And how do you move from broken world to a restored world? And the Bible goes, hey, there's only one solution. And it's an individual named Christ. See, that's why we had you fill in this week. Let's go for gold like that. Thank you, brother. Dr. Yeah, Peels, I, I don't, I don't yeah, know Dr. Dr. Peels. Uh, and hold on, I'm going on the website right now to delete mm-hmm. Dr. Beals. Okay, done. Okay, so something I want to talk about too that I think is important for our listeners to, to know is this film is rated R. Okay, it's rated R for language and for violence. Now, now you might say, okay, well, why would you guys be reviewing a film that's rated R that has language and violence? Um, it's a, it's a war movie. Uh, and, uh, I think that there's been some really powerful movies that have been done to listen. There's some war movies that are just gratuitous and that is not this movie. Something that my family, we often talk about when we're, you know, looking at different content is, is it good, beautiful, and true. Okay. And within this movie, is it good? I would argue, yes, it is good because it's promoting values that we as Christ followers would want to promote as well. Uh, is it beautiful? Yeah, the relationship between these two men and the respect and honor and care that they have for each other is beautiful. Is it true? This is a representation of what actually happened. Now, this isn't a true story. Uh, There are some other war movies that I think are fabulous that really um, portray like 13 Hours um, is is a remarkable story in regards to the heroism of of men and women overseas um, who sacrifice their lives in our military. Uh, But this film... Uh, has has it shows how it truly is in those situations yeah just just something else too on the endeavor of reviewing a rated r movie and on the issue of subtext it's almost like movies are the subtext of our culture Mm -hmm. and so it's important to be able to work through and engage with this type of media and to see how does the world or how does you know how does hollywood view our world and what does Hollywood view as good or noble? And, you know, what are the messages that Hollywood is, you know, pushing out? And so it was a, it was a good endeavor. And I'm grateful that we got to do this. Listener, we hope that this was helpful and, and edifying to you as uh, you uh, consider this film or also take these uh, questions and consider other films as you engage uh, with your family and friends on different content. So, fellas, appreciate you guys. Um, look forward to seeing another movie with you here in the future. Thank you for listening to Real Profs, a production of the Center for Thinking Biblically. To support this ministry, please visit thinkbiblically.org backslash donate. To learn more about the Master's University on campus and online undergraduate and graduate programs, visit masters.edu.